Welcome to the PT Graduate Podcast. I'm Rich Ellis, and I interview people from the health and fitness industry to find out more about their role, get some inspiration, motivation, and also have an understanding of how to get into this industry, but not only get in, but stay in and flourish in this amazing industry. Let's get on with the show. And we are live. Welcome along, Abby Dutton. Good to see you. Thanks for joining me on the PT Graduate here today. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, Rich. It's great. Oh, it's great. Good to see you. It's nice to be able to do the face-to-face, even though if people are listening, they're probably only hearing rather than seeing. But um, this is available on YouTube as well. So, um, you know, people can do both. Cool. So um, you were originally based in Hamilton, and now you spend your time between Hamilton and Tauranga. Mm-hmm. Um, the list of things that I've got here that I need to rattle off first. So uh, dancer, teacher, choreographer, ch- you were a cheerleader, you're a yeah. PT, you're a business owner. Like, like, I like this one, Miss Universe New Zealand. Oh, my goodness. Where did you find that? <laughs> I saw that and I thought, yes. Oh, my goodness. That's a few cats ago. <laughs> okay, yeah. So it's going back. But, you know, it's amazing what Google will let you know. Oh, my goodness. You've done um, your research, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> There was a great photo as well. Um, <laughs> owner of uh, Glow Studio in Hamilton, and um, and you have clients in Tauranga as well, as I said. You're mm. an award-winning studio owner, uh, which we'll go into. Um, and you've been in the industry over 10 years. So you're no, you, you, you're no spring chicken in terms of tenure. You've been around a while. So, and I know you've you've lectured at, um, at Fitex as well and on, uh, you know, some of the things that you've done and particularly you've focused on, on studios. That was a really enjoyable session. Uh, you're the, I'm nearly there. You're the <laughs> PT, uh, PT ambassador or PT, um, is that right? PT ambassador? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So role, I ran the uh, PT council. Yep. PT council. That was the word I was yeah. missing. Yep. Um, so there's lots to get into. I'm not sure we'll get this done in half an hour, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> few things, few hats yeah. to wear. Yeah. So I guess first question um, is how did you get into it? I mean, obviously the dance came first, the PT mm-hmm. came after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. dance through through life from five right through to 18, um, made my way into the dance industry and spent some good time there on cruise ships. But when I began to realize that there obviously had to be a life outside and beyond dancing um, professionally overseas, um, fitness was the first thing I looked to. I'd been teaching Zumba since I gained my registration or my qualification there in 2010, um, right at the end of my dance training and began teaching classes in gyms and in halls and all sorts of places wherever I could really um just absolutely loved Zumba and loved what it gave me in terms of good a really good foundation for a good format of a class and just it taught me a whole lot really to get me started um and obviously that was something I kind of came in and out of in between dance contracts overseas so that was a really cool thing to have um sort of in the background as such but it wasn't until I came home in 2015 that I began thinking really in the in the personal training sense of, of um the fitness industry mm. and it was in 2016 that I started at Les Mills as a personal trainer um, yep. but yeah like I said I think I think the um the Zimba thing really is what got me started in the mm. in a sense it was always a really nice balance of the dance and fitness and kind of led me that way into the the full-blown fitness world I guess in 2016 so yeah, yeah, yeah personal trainer for five years and and group fitness instructor for 10 I guess so yeah. right okay yeah. gotcha so a bit of a half half of each yeah 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 so um 
your studio glow which is based in hamilton i love the i love the name and it's a it's a really you've obviously done some good work around branding and you know and understanding you have the values of the business and what it stands for it's really easy to kind of understand that from an outsider's point of view so i i love that um there's a kind of that, that you've got that blend going on haven't you with with the dance stuff and the pt stuff at the at the studio yeah well i wanted to create a brand that was really broad I guess at the same time as um you know you watch you watch business owners in the ballet world and their the Abbey Dutton School of Dance or Dance Academy and and I just didn't want to sort of clo mm. be closed-minded or um yeah pigeonhole myself into a place that I might not end up in I saw that fitness was going to be a part of that business and obviously yeah. it's become a big in a big way it's become what I do mm. um but yeah the, the name really came from the fact that I wanted to combine the two and um what better way to talk about um, building strong women than through the concept of diamonds, you know, um, yeah. it's the pressure that builds the beautiful diamond, all those sorts of things. Yeah. It's really great yeah. symbolic, symbolic sort of, I won't go too much into it, but heaps and heaps of ways that that diamond concept came into it. Um, they shine, they glittery, all the things that make a feminine woman yeah. herself. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, there's a lot to do with that, that whole concept there. But at the same time, I just wanted to make sure that whatever direction the business took, whether it were in fitness or dance or like I like it to be right now in a really great space of both, um, that it encompassed everything that I wanted to do. So we've got mm. the likes of our ballet classes right through to boot camp and boxing. Um, mm. We've got women who have never danced before right through to women who are, you know, ex-professional that are wanting to get back into the the sort of dance space after having years in the industry and now coming okay. back to to run households and you know yeah. just go back into into that passion again so yeah there's there's a whole lot of variety and a whole lot of spaces for a whole lot of different women really in terms of what we offer so that's what's mm. really been a, a pleasure for me is to see that we've got a really great range of people or women of course but mm. um coming into our space for a whole lot of different reasons but through the joy of dance and fitness so exactly what i want it to be yeah well done good stuff and um and you've got um was it 2017 that you went to the into you entered the the studio into the awards uh yes so i i entered in 2016 and 2017 for upcoming pt i was a finalist luckily in both of those and then it was the 2018 year that we were able to take away the studio of the year it was a real honor yeah 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 so what was that process like because i guess that's something I really encourage people to do is to is, is oh, to, I mean. to to get into the awards, not necessarily just for the accolades. I mean, obviously that's a nice to have, but um, you know the process that you go through was that useful for you? Oh, hundred percent. It was really really great for me to take a step back. At that time, I will admit I was pretty um, pretty deep into it. You know, I mm. had a lot of um, a lot of dedication and time going into that setup phase of my business. I'd just recently, actually within that year, come out of the Les Mills environment and into mm. my own space. Mm. So I was virtually only like three or four months into running my studio in, a, in its own um, brick and water space. Mm. Um, so for me, it took a, a sort of um, direction of taking a step back and seeing what it was that I was on my own, you know, to be able to sort of put myself out of everything I'd learned in that wonderful space and set yeah. up phase at Les Mills and then mm. be able to go into life um, and kind of have those questions and the different uh aspects that are looked into through the awards questioning to sort of go right where am I positioning myself I had a really mm. good idea of who I was I'd done it all before with the up and coming PT and that's what yeah. I think was really valuable is that I mm. knew the phase and the processes that was part of um, the awards 
process as such yeah, yeah. Um, from up and coming and it was just then going right how does it work with um, a, a space in a gym in a or a studio space as opposed to myself and really taking that step back mm. but yeah I, I find that it was just a really great um really great great process to analyze a whole lot of different sections of the business obviously the branding the how it feels itself the atmosphere and environment that was something that came through in the comments was you know the attention to that kind of detail as well mm. um the fact of having somebody come in and mystery shoppers and not knowing quite how how you're going yeah. to be pulled through your paces it's really yeah. really good to put that little bit of pressure on yourself to make sure that you're um yeah delivering what you want and what you're really proud of um and then of course Absolutely. the financial side of it doing some some good deep looking into how things are flowing with the yeah the the um, retention and all sorts mm. of different things that perhaps I wouldn't have looked into mm. had I not had mm. that, that opportunity so yeah, yeah it's the confidence the confidence that builds in you to to be in a space where yeah you put it put through your ringer of, of checking in on everything and, <laughs> yep. and yeah it's it's just a really good process to yeah not too many stones left unturned yeah oh, it's, exactly it's that pretty rigorous yeah. and and I think, uh, you know, the thing I found with that process was the bits that I was missing, you know, like uh, you yeah, think you've yeah. got it all nailed down and then you go, oh, they're checking that. Hadn't mm. thought about that, you know, and um, and you immediately kind of incorporate that into your business. Yeah, that's um, it, realising you your yes, values I'm, might not be aligned with, yeah, yeah you're making sure your values are quite broad as well compared to yeah. what you might find is important to yourself and yeah, yeah getting a second look at it all. Yeah, 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 really valuable. Good stuff. Um, and so you also use a space over in Tauranga as well. So under the same banner of, of, of Studio Glow, you... Um, yeah, absolutely. So obviously with COVID hitting, I had a, a bit of a life uh, lifestyle change and yeah. that was uh, both the worst and the best thing that could have right. really happened. Obviously okay. in my personal life, it was amazing for me to be able to transition my life into a place of balance, I think as well. That was something that I was really struggling with personally. So that's, that situation was great for us in that sense. And then at the same time, um, yeah, opening my eyes to the fact that maybe this place can exist without me um, mm -hmm. and that I can have that freedom to perhaps build the dream further into franchising or, or into yeah. at least um, building a second studio in, in space and having another region part of what we do. So yeah. um, the Hamilton space is obviously running in a, in a sense without me. It's able mm -hmm. to run um, with a couple of classes of mine each week, but essentially yeah. I've got a bunch of awesome team members there that are doing their thing yeah. um, in, in the times that I'm not there. Um, but it's allowed me to build um, more of a uh, profile, I guess, over here. I'm mm. contracting to some dance schools and doing some more freelance work mm. um, under my own name, I guess, at the same time. But at this, sure. as well as that, um, building Studio Glow over here in a smaller way and, and plan to just keep growing that. But as yeah. soon as you yeah. go into a brand new city, you're a, a nobody as such. No yeah. one knows who I am. So it's yeah. a matter of, sort of getting out there and really exposing who I am and what, what studio glow is about. And it's, it's working really well, but it, like mm -hmm. I said, it's just slow, slow process and, and building yep. up again um, to the point where hopefully in the next couple of years, it would be another copy as such mm -hmm. of what studio glow Hamilton is like. So I'd love for a, a space that everyone can come and be a community. I think we're really, really strong in our community aspect. And that's something that I'd love to build within a proper space at the moment. We're yep. working out of uh, the Paispa Hall over here. Mm -hmm. And that's great. But ultimately, I feel like it, it does need to have that kind of intimacy and that um, that boutique feel that I'd really like to yeah. To, to run with going forward so yeah, yeah. yeah it's just cool. watch the space really yeah no that's an exciting i think that's a clever way of doing it you know you're building that 
um, you're building the, the the community over there in the new in the new city, getting the I guess enough momentum to the point where yeah. you're ready to go. Right, I've now got the the critical mass to to open the doors on a, another property. Exactly. And and yeah. recreate the recreate the brand again as you did in Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's yeah. exciting, really exciting, because as you say, there's that pot- possibility of um, of replicating the brand elsewhere through that franchise model. Yeah. Um, which there are some brands out there doing that. And I think the key with that is systems, isn't it? And I suppose some of those things will have been nailed down when you went through the process and obviously time in business, you get better and better at nailing those things down. And you know, when something's not working, there's a gap and you go, oh, I need a system to, to make that work without me. Yeah. And you can just Sadly, it is a case of learn the hard way, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Um, part of the, the grind of, of being a business owner is sometimes yeah. the things that you expect to work are not working or someone might yeah. give you some awesome advice and it doesn't always fit right on you. So sure. it is definitely that trial and error process that I've taken. Yeah. And it's been great yeah. because it means that it is organically what works for you and your people and your community. And yeah. it's not that cookie cutter approach. So mm-hmm. it's been in terms of our boutique space that we have, it's been a learning curve of even things like how long how long should a block be in our space right. how you know how what's yeah. the pass options what is the membership length you know yeah. all these sorts of or, or um yeah, yeah yeah terms and conditions these sorts of things yeah. so yeah. all of that's just yeah. developed yeah. in its own way and and that's um potentially not what Tauranga might need you know so mm. it is really mm. much very much a, true. Um, true. a learning curve process of of figuring out and, and working with what you've got in front of you so yeah yeah there's always going to be regional regional differences possibly yeah. with with businesses you must have had some good advice along the way. I mean, you know, you've 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 set up a, a successful business and it's and it's running without you most of the time. How, who were your advisors? How did you uh, did you learn all on your own, or did you get some? some you got some good people in your corner. Yeah, I've definitely had some amazing mentors and and I, I wouldn't say mentors, friends, amazing friends. Yeah. Um, the likes of Alistair Richardson at Les Mills in my early days as a personal mm. trainer, I wouldn't be without him. He was an yep. amazing support. Um, just someone to check in with really. I'm someone mm. I've found in the last few years that quite likes the idea of having a bit of permission. <laughs> it's a strange yeah. concept, yeah. but <laughs> sometimes if I have a really good idea, I just need to bounce it off and see that it, it might sort of um, resonate with somebody else as well. So he's been yeah. an awesome sounding board. Um, Wendy Sweet was actually, ah. it's, a, it's a good story, um, but her and I were funnily enough in a, a coffee um, cafe having a coffee, I should say, yeah, yeah. in um, Hamilton a few years back without knowing each other at all. Ah. Um, she overheard a conversation I had with a really good friend of mine yeah. discussing where I was at with, you know, coming home off the ships and wanting to get some direction and figure out yep. where I was going to finish off my training and things like that. And yeah. she sort of, I always yeah, say, yeah. Crazy. <laughs> she sort of listened in and heard what my my um, pain points were, I guess, and yeah. said, hey, come and sit with me. I might be to help you. Little did I know who Wendy Sweet now right. is. Yeah. Um, so she's been someone I've always, in a same, similar way, had a um, sounding board approach with. I've, I've run lots of ideas by her, and she's been so encouraging, and I really mm-hmm. admire and, and essentially idolize the, the business yeah. that she's creating for herself and, and the wonderful things she's doing in her community yeah. too. So um, and then not to mention the, the likes of the awards winners over the years yourself, mm-hmm. um, you know, having chats with the likes of Kate Sainer last year after yeah. her and all the sorts of, yeah. um, you know, gems that you can pick up just mm. from having great conversations with good people that are mm. driven and passionate as well. So mm-hmm. there's so many I could keep going forever, but <laughs> it's ultimately those couple within the um, fitness industry and then a few within the dance as well, because oh, okay. a business is a business, right? So it's, mm. um, yeah, using those same sorts of 
um, concepts and, and format that have come from some of my learnings in the dance industry as well. Sarah Brock right. the Apollo Theatre School was right. my director through my training there and she's been an amazing role model as well. So okay. yeah, a bit of a combo of both, I think. So yeah. Yeah. To build Geo Glow as a dance and fitness space with yeah. kind of yeah. of both running kids' classes and things like that is still part of Geo Glow as well. So yeah, um, yeah there's a, a really wide range of people with wonderful advice that I've mm. been and play with. So yeah. yeah 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 fantastic i guess those things can kind of happen organically don't they you know don't necessarily always go looking for those people i mean you you either work with them and therefore you sort of you build a bond or you yeah. bump into them in a coffee, oh, shop, a coffee shop yeah <laughs> which is totally random but yeah it was meant to be right because i know, um, I know often for, think if i didn't go for a coffee that day yeah. you know how i may yeah. be in a whole different space she was yeah. really helpful in getting me into the les mills space that she'd been part of and i probably right. wouldn't have taken that direction necessarily right. and wouldn't be today so yeah, yeah it's very cool to watch that thing kind of thing happen spontaneously mm, but mm. i always say to people especially younger ones that might you know because my brain i say hey you just got to get out there and be networking i'm part yeah. of likes of bni and a few different networking groups yeah. and things anywhere i can be that's meeting new people um, and obviously not for your own personal gain but to be able to give back as well that's really yeah important. that's right givers gain don't they so it's it's always a two-way street definitely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. awesome great story i didn't know that wendy sweet one that's good, that's good. yeah <laughs> um talk to me a bit about the the pt ambassador the pt council ambassador role um obviously you're kind of responsible for the whole thing and then you've got lots of other people around the country that um are part of the team how, how does that work for yeah. anyone who's not familiar yeah so the ambassadors there's a team of us through um, the Personal Training Council, we run a range of different events throughout the year. It's been a really interesting time to take mm. the helm of that. Um, <laughs> we had the lovely Jane Scott, who's been um, a huge role in that role and a huge part yeah. of the Personal Training Council for many years. Right. And she handed the reins on and mm. essentially said, um, you know, I'm here, I'm, I'm right in the background, ready to help. Um, and we've been, yeah, through the last year, uh, through an interesting time where obviously the, the face-to-face meetups haven't been an option. Um, and actually, when things became, uh, well, I guess, back to a sense of normality, it wasn't necessarily the way things seemed to be working. So we've had a real uh, bit of a change around, really, and tried to change the format a little bit so that we can reach more people and essentially expose what the council do. But mm. at the end of the day, the council is all about being able to have a, a point of contact for PTs, whether it's new or, new or old PTs or experienced mm. PTs, I should say, that have mm. got um perhaps the need for some community the need for some advice or knowledge we try to um arrange a whole uh, varied sort of uh set of meetups for more personal or or, uh, meet and greet networking sort of style arrangements we've got the likes of our um national meetings which there's one today um Uh with greg so greg's taking a national meeting in his sort of area of expertise today and each of the ambassadors will run one of those throughout the year Uh so that's sort of a new format that we've decided to go with knowing that um you know face-to-face meetings in smaller regions might not be that well attended Mm. and of course the nature of the personal training business that you know to try and get a really good number of personal trainers in the mm. same room at the same time at the same place is not always that manageable. So we've gone to the online format yep. um, just to hope to reach more people really and expose yep. what they do. So Nikki Williams, our lovely Nikki, she loves yep. the staff room for personal trainers. So naturally for a personal trainer like myself or those that are in a boutique or their own studio space, um, you don't always have a team around mm. you um, mm. to, to bounce ideas off like you might within a corporate gym. So it's a really great space for those sorts of people to have a bit of a, a network and a, a point of contact, someone to 
someone to chat with personal yeah. or, or work-based so um yeah that's essentially what the personal training ca- ta- personal training council is all about um but at the same time I've been really interested in trying to make it less about personal trainers alone um and more about networking inside and outside of personal training itself and into yeah. into yoga and into a whole, ba- whole bunch of different places because you know you look around at personal trainers now and they're not not necessarily one trick ponies you know they might yep. have Yep. Um, classes or they might be doing yoga as well or whatever it might mm, be Pilates mm. sort of thing so mm. it is a really good idea to um yeah keep it broad and, and make sure that we're just being a, a point of contact for anybody that's within the industry wanting a bit of a hand or some yeah. extra knowledge so yeah, yeah. yeah really really great space where, where can people go to see what sort of events are coming up you know those meetups whether yep. so or each local. region has a hub so the facebook mm. page for each hub has a whole lot of information that each ambassador takes care of and they, yep. and they might promote something locally yep. um, there's also the new zealand page so the personal trainers new zealand um, page that has mm. more of the regional sort of work um, yeah. or on on there yeah. um, we've got a website which is just sort of under construction at the moment there's bits and pieces to see right now and a whole lot of archive material that is real it's gold there's a whole oh. lot of um, webinars and bits and pieces there that are just okay. so so awesome and we're adding to that all the time yeah. Um, so yeah there's a few, few spots there and then each of the ambassadors has their own email address so you can easily touch base that way okay um, a lot of people tend to just message obviously the likes of messenger all the formats yeah nowadays there's so many ways of getting in touch but mm-hmm. yeah we really really promote what we're doing and, and getting in touch because that's ultimately what the ambassadors are here for to give back and to yep. help people up so okay. telling new personal trainers that that's an offering that we have in our industry is i think a really important thing to do because it's yeah yeah. a really great way up so yeah people should uh, at least jump into the groups and be a be a member of those groups those pages totally. shouldn't they? so that yep. if so if there is stuff being broadcast out there they get notified and uh, they're aware of what's going on that's it and all the meetings are recorded as well so if you're not able uh, to catch up on the on the live sort of um side of it then you can always yep. have a look after listen to it on the car on the way somewhere yeah 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 exactly that's good yeah. excellent so does that role um pretty time consuming for you do you find it's um all encompassing or, or is it manageable um i i probably would like it to be more all encompassing like i find when i because i often sit down on monday morning before i um get into the rest of my personal yeah. work i guess and, and sort of have a look at what's happening and how the ambassadors mm. are going and obviously we catch up on a monthly basis the ambassadors so yes. making sure the the um, agenda for the meetings are out and things like that. So I, I can find myself spending a good mm. number of hours and wanting mm. to really engage with it and and spend a whole lot of time exposing what we do because I find a lot of people sort of go, oh, I didn't even know it existed and oh, what a great idea and we're getting more and more traction with it. So, okay. it's, yeah, it is really encouraging. Um, so I would like to be doing more of it. But, yeah, ultimately it's what I what I feel it needs as such. So yeah. to, to make sure everything's chipping away is, is my goal and, um, if that takes an hour here and there or a few hours once a week, you know, it's up yeah, to me. Yeah, so I yeah, just make yeah. sure that everything's um, chipping away. And I have talks with the likes of Nikki um, and Jules mm-hmm. as well. So we mm. keep keep our um, communication really, really tight so that we yeah. can make sure that everything's being, um, you know, the likes of advertising through the pages, all sorts. There's a whole lot that goes into oh, it. Okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we are in contact quite often. So it's mm. been a really cool way to 
I guess, be a role model too and learning mm. from those ladies too, which is really, really great. So yeah, 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 yeah. Really cool oh, role. Well, thank you for it. Thank you for the time you do put in. I know it's um, sometimes those tasks are a bit thankless because people don't see the work. You know, it's it just it, happens. Yeah. It just appears in front of them, and um, and everybody should be benefiting from that stuff. So, you know, on on behalf of those who do enjoy the the stuff that you do, thank you. It's uh, it oh, is appreciated, you. and I know the same goes for Jean, who's who does an enormous a lot and, and has done and oh, still does, does yeah. do an enormous Amazing lot lady. behind yep. the scenes, and uh, you know, for the benefit of everybody in the industry. So, uh, yeah, thank you. Oh, pleasure. Um. <sighs> I guess the theme about PT graduate is, 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 has always been about, you know, keeping PTs in the industry, keeping them successful, helping them be successful. And, and your pathway sounds like the, the perfect pathway to help set you up for success. And this is something we've had in other conversations. Um, is that time that you have getting used to the role, you know, developing those soft skills, obviously you, you get the technical skills and, and they get, they get stronger as well but it's the soft skills that are really what i think makes or breaks in in this industry because that's how you build the relationships that's how you build a business and you know spending that time at, at les mills for you is obviously was obviously a really important part of you know your growth mm. and you mentioned that before and, and, and where you are now would may, maybe have been quite different if you hadn't had that time at Absolutely. les mills and I suppose that's almost a de facto um, apprenticeship. You know, you, you, you learn your skills on the job, you get better and better and better, your confidence goes up, you feel like you can do more, you take on bigger challenges and, and, and things progress. That isn't necessarily the path for everybody, but would, would you say that was, would, would you say what I've just described is, is true in terms of? Absolutely. Um, yep. And I'm also always very encouraging um, of any, any person trainer that might come my way. Yeah. Question, you know, quizzing me on that kind of concept. It's always the mm. fact that I started in a bigger space with a whole lot of, um, what would you say? There's, a, there's so many um, lessons that have been learned within the Les Mills process. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. such a, a lot to look at within that business and the model um, that as a singular person new into the industry, you can mm. take the small piece of and go, right, okay. Mm. So yeah, at the same time as um, loving being part of a really good, really great business in a Kiwi business at that mm. um, and the size of that business to be able to scale it down and go, this is head of how things work and this is what's mm. what works and what doesn't, or this worked within that business, but I have to look at a different approach, you know? So there's so much to take from being part of a big scale thing, mm -hmm. um, big scale, big scale monster and pulling it into what you, what you can manage in your own space and with your own knowledge. Um, yep. Naturally, I was somebody who had a skill set that was quite, different i guess mm. compared to the the run-of-the-mill personal trainer that wanted to, to focus and specialize within that space so i you know began to realize that that was perhaps not the best environment for me to be able to um, pull in everything i wanted to do within my business model um but it gave me like you say all those soft skills of of um yeah the industry to be able to progress in the way i needed to mm, pulling in mm. both worlds into one so mm. yeah no I, I definitely promote the idea of being part of that environment and also for the the options to build up your business and, and have leads and all those sorts of things mm. that on your own you're very you know it's a hard hard life to try and build up a business <laughs> from nothing without any support yeah. um so yeah. definitely very encouraging of that and, and that's my own journey but i think yeah. there's, there's lots of um merits yeah. in that, yeah. that process yeah 
it sounds like some of the stuff you're doing outside of that is kind of that's there's some self-development in there anyway with the other things that you're doing you know different location you know the the ambassador role are there other things that you think are either things you do or things you've observed that have been useful in terms of that progression in terms of that self-development and and so on for 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 longevity yeah definitely i think diversifying in the sense word is what i needed to do to be able to to have an enjoyable work life, I think. I, you know, I, I realized pretty quickly at Les Mills when I was doing the the four, five AMs, you know, four AM wake up calls and mm. working right through to nine PM that that just wasn't going to be sustainable. And right. I needed to find some work that perhaps didn't leave my middle of the day open. Um, you know, if I wanted to have a family one day and all these mm. sorts of things, I needed to. So I was very, very quickly, even though it's been five or more years since the, you know that sort of space is coming into my world. I've yeah. been thinking since day dot, how am I going to organically build this to a position where in five years I'm not going I'm still where I don't want to be um so yeah it was sort of I guess fleshing out what it is that was important to me what sort of work I really liked doing Mm. um I didn't feel as valuable to people doing work that I didn't feel um equipped to to deliver on you know I was starting to within the Les Mills space um in myself some clients or the chance to build a lead you know build a um client relationship with people who were leads from the gym that might be cyclists or um you know into boxing and Mm. i'm sort of thinking i had to be everything to everybody yeah um so very quickly realized that hey within that sort of space i wasn't necessarily going to build the niche that i really wanted to i knew from the day dot that i started les mills that i'd train women because that was where i felt best um equipped Mm. um and naturally my brand is very feminine and that sort Mm. of thing i wanted to make sure i wasn't sort of too master of all um but yep. naturally within within that sort of um yeah molding it into what I wanted it to be it became evident that I was starting to earn the, the clientele that I wanted I mm. guess about most valuable too mm. and they were the dancers the people who wanted to enjoy their fitness as opposed to those perhaps who were going into a competitive space within areas that I'd never been I can't speak on those without um, you know a whole lot of research going in and that's where time can very quickly slide away so yeah yeah, there was just a whole lot of refining I think and pulling in well diversifying of course but then Mm. also pulling in the services list that I had five years ago is is half now and this is me going okay I thought I had to be doing all the things (laughs) and now I just need to focus in on dance fitness um group fitness those are the three kind of pillars of what we do now and that's still pretty broad um, but for example, we're realizing maybe we don't do yoga because there's so many yoga specialists out there and mm. doing wonderful things. Mm. We're going to hone in on, on our little bit, little area of expertise. And we're finding that that's, that's really successful for us because we're able to really deliver to those people and that yes. niche space is where we yes. really sit comfortably. And I feel right um, yeah. in that yeah, space yeah, yeah. without having to yeah, pull into worlds that really belong to somebody else with the the level of expertise that they have so yeah, interesting yeah. yeah so it sounds like um you've you've narrowed your market but you've made it deeper so if the yeah, people absolutely. if people were wanting some yoga they may have come to you but there were other options but actually you know if you if you focused on the dance and the group group stuff actually you're broadening the the appeal because you're mm-hmm. sticking to your i guess sticking to your knitting the stuff that yeah is your yeah. strengths and the stuff that you actually love more so it's almost two birds with one stone. You know, you're doing this, you're doing the work you love. And because you've, you're really focusing in on it, you're becoming more successful as a result of it. And that's I, it. I guess it people sounds like it. it's an hey. evolution. <laughs> hey, I just said people can smell it. You know, I just feel yeah. like I can't be, I can't deliver organically or truthfully on something yeah. that I don't have 
a yeah. really great sound knowledge in. Right. And I think my trainers are the same. And obviously mm. they they wear different hats to me. And I've pulled in people who I believe can do that job to the best of their ability, mm. but in a way that perhaps I can't as yeah. well. So there's um, yeah. but within that, there's still a very select bunch of things that we choose to do and do well as opposed to being, I thought I once had to do everything. And that's yeah. um yeah. that's quite yeah. a big heavy um load to carry so yeah and i think that's a normal i think that's a normal perception a normal reaction isn't mm-hmm. it you know it's like mm-hmm. well i need all these services you know so i can make good money and and you know once i've got them humming then then you know there'll be lots of money coming in from all of those things and mm-hmm. and actually the journey is almost the opposite it's like well actually you just narrow that down and you'll get more of the people that want that specific thing and actually it will probably be more than if you were trying to do all the other stuff that exactly. you thought was necessary and more energy, less, mm-hmm. less time trying to keep all those plates in, in, you know, spinning. Um, and you, you know, you, you find the balance, you're living your values, everything kind of starts to, the stars oh, become a, a little yeah. bit aligned. Yeah. Definitely. yeah. It's been a real um, yeah. progress, progression or a, yeah. a search for me is getting that balance yeah. and that, um, yeah, having everything aligned nicely in your life is important. Yeah, you've got to protect your energy, haven't you? Because, you know, it does require a lot of energy, A, being a business owner, but B, working with people all the time, you're mm-hmm. giving and giving and giving that energy. Um, and, you know, you get to the end of the day and you're exhausted and you think, bloody hell, only another four, <laughs> five and a half days to go or whatever your week yeah, would, yeah, would yeah, be. Exactly. And you kind yeah. of, or I, I think I went through the same journey. It's like, well, how can I, how can I gain some time back, but still earn the same income? Because I know where I want to be earning, mm-hmm. but how can I do it at a, in a way that, you know, without sounding... It's about efficiency, really, isn't it? It's got how can I make this machine as efficient as possible, least in, maximum out, and still be delivering on all the things that I want to be delivering on. Mm, um, and it is a journey. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Well, uh, yeah. before we wrap up, is there anything this I, I always ask this? Is there anything I didn't ask that I should have done that uh, could cool. be useful to add? No, no, I was just thinking about like I've just spent the weekend mm. judging a ballet competition ah. and I just, I feel like it's those sorts of things that, you know, and, and just this morning, one of the local teachers there that they did very well oh, <laughs> in the weekend nice. and obviously they like who I am because I really liked them. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They, they've asked me to guest teach, um, you know, go into ah. talk and guest teach. So all of these little things of yeah. being in the face and we kind of touched on it already, but, you know, Yes, I'm a personal trainer um, mm. and yes, I'm a dance teacher, but all of those things can open up so many windows. And we talked a lot about the the networking and being in the right place at yeah. the right time and the right yeah. people. But yeah, just just really pressing on that is, is where I sit within, um, you know, offering advice or, or um, something to talk on within how to how to make business work for you or how mm. to make it enjoyable, the process of it. Um, mm. It's just, yeah, always taking, always saying yes, you know, and then right. being careful of when the no's come, but yep. when you feel something's right just going mm, with that mm, because mm. you just don't know what opportunity that might bring um and and if it if it sits well within like we talk, talked about your values and yeah. um you know where you're wanting to head say yes you know get along yeah, get, get in yeah. there and meet the right people and and um, build Brilliant. those relationships so yeah. yeah no lots of lots of things we could talk on but I'll <laughs> <laughs> leave that with yeah you. we've done well already that's fantastic i think that's a nice note to to finish on so um thank you so much for your time abby it's been great to chat and uh, i've really enjoyed this conversation you're right we could just keep going there's, there's lots <laughs> to, to to talk on but maybe we do a, a version two you know down the track yeah for sure cool Sounds cool good. Awesome. All right. Thanks. Well, thanks a lot and see you soon. Cool. Bye.
Thanks for listening to PT Graduate this week. Look forward to you listening again next week and please hit the five-star rating button if you enjoyed this episode and share with your friends and colleagues so they can enjoy further episodes. See you, bye.